Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. We will play a little extra ZZ Top today as we commemorate the death of Dusty Hill, the bass player. Yeah, 72 years old, died in his sleep. Now, Ron Popeil, I think he was 88. 86 or 88, something like that, yeah. 86, I think, is is what he was. Yeah. Ron Popeil also passed away. You know Ron Popeil. Well, you don't know Ron Popeil by name, but you know what Ronco is. But wait. There's more. Oh, no. Um, actually, you know, I was just <laughs> How reading. much would you be willing to be pay for a mention of Ron Popeil's name? I was just reading an article, and, and it gives him credit for popularizing that catchphrase. But wait, there's, there's more. There's more, yes. Um, and I don't know if that's true or not, but he certainly did use it. They also give him credit for the infomercial in the form we know it now, which basically is a half-hour commercial that looks like a TV show, usually has some out-of-work television host hosting it, and Ron Popeil being the sort of celebrity guest, and, you know, he's got an apron on, and he's showing you how the Vegematic works, that kind of thing. It's the yeah. greatest kitchen appliance in history, and you can own it for nineteen ninety nine. But wait, there's, there's more. more. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite Ronco product? <laughs> God, I, the ones I remember, I, I the one that would come to mind quickly, the most quickly, is the uh, Popeil Pocket Fisherman, because it's got the alliteration there. Uh, okay, I there's two that I love. <clears throat> the inside the egg scrambler, <laughs> which was basically That's you, right. you took your you took your egg and you put it on a drill bit, yeah. essentially like mm-hmm. a small drill bit, and it spun around and basically. W- Scrambled the egg inside the eggshell because which was a, because that's a useless yes because breaking the egg and putting <clears throat> it into the pan and then scrambling it yourself is that's hard way times. too much work yeah, yeah that's real yeah and then the other one is the smokeless ashtray which was essentially oh yeah the ashtray with a vacuum in it it it, yeah. it was it was, a, it was an ashtray that was about an inch and a half thick because you had to put nine volt not nine volt uh, uh, double A batteries in it and while you were smoking you turned it on it went <laughs> and sucked all the smoke from your from your cigarette think about. Saying, Think about cleaning the filter on that sucker. You know, it couldn't have been the filter couldn't have been very large, so it would get pretty nasty quickly. When you when you pulled that out, you'd get all the smell that you were trying to avoid anyway. Yes, and the stain, oh my God, had to be disgusting. Yeah. Of course, we all know Mr. Microphone and the London Air Hosiery. Remember that? The hose the pantyhose guaranteed not to run? Oh God, I don't don't remember those. Hey, the electric food dehydrator? Yes, I remember that. Because we all need more dehydration here in Arizona. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking that that (laughs) stuff that your sales department guy is wearing that looks like black dandruff in his hair, uh, (laughs) it's called GLH. GLH. You know what what GLH stood for? Great looking hair. Great looking hair, Formula 9. It's paint. Yeah. Spray paint for your head. That's because the first eight formulas killed people during trials. <laughs> but wait, there's, there's more. more. Yeah, there's so many different things that this guy did. Electric food dehydrator. What are we gonna what are we gonna use? The nuclear food dehydrator? That's called a microwave. That's awesome. Yeah. So I got the I got the news right around I would say eleven o'clock yesterday, uh, and of course you know when something like this happens we're th- we jump into action. It's sort of like a it's like a code red for us here at the radio station when somebody very important passes away. And I sent a, a a text to our program director Dave from Variety Magazine, which is still a thing apparently, but it's online Variety dot com. Yeah. I was like, look, this is a reputable source. We might want to run with this. Yeah, Dusty Hill passing away. Dusty Hill from ZZ Top is what we're talking about. I I woke up. You know, after taking the uh, the midday siesta, I got up and there was a text from a radio friend in Quad Cities, Iowa. Oh, good. 
saying, just in case you didn't know, Dusty Hill is the lead vocalist on Tush. I was like, well, I, I texted back. I was like, I do know that. Why are you why are you sending this to me? Did you mean to send it to me? And he was like, yeah, didn't you hear? And then, you know, on and on from there. So, Well, Billy um, Sheehan, the bass player from the David Lee Roth band uh, and, and, you know, well-known uh, rock bass player, posted a picture of Dusty Hill and just put it in RIP. And people hammered him. Like he knew apparently because he knows people in the in the ZZ Top organization before it was sort of a public you know announcement mm-hmm. he had posted that that his condolences and and social media went nuts and just like ripped him a new one and and Billy's like you you think I would post a rumor I I, I knew Dusty we were friends like it was yeah. sort of a weird thing that's the sort of the thing about social media everybody's got to be first he had missed a show Dusty Hill the other night and they had their guitar tech fill in on bass. And that may be the way the band continues. See, now I'm a, I'm I feel really weird about that. Uh, I don't know that ZZ Top without those three guys is ZZ Top. But you know, we've heard this before with ACDC, the band we just played, and and a couple other bands where a band member yeah. passes and 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 they have to, you know, what are they going to do? You're going to tell somebody to stop working? Right, exactly. Yeah. And and you know, and honestly, Billy Gibbons sang most of the songs so most they of them, can yeah. pretty much do their entire catalog i mean dusty hill would do i guess you'd call them like the songs that were screamers like you know like like hi-fi mama if you know this i want your hi-fi mama won't you let me play it tonight yeah it's a great tune by the way from deguayo yeah but that's that's him singing it yeah he's the, he's the higher voice like when you're hearing beer drinkers and hellraisers and they go back and forth he's yeah. the higher voice yeah in that right there yeah no i mean um and that's another interesting thing with ZZ Top. Most people don't know who's who. Like, you see the mm-hmm. two of them. They were kind of inter- interchangeable. Either one of them could have been Billy Gibbons or Dusty Hill. If you don't know ZZ Top, you just look at them and go, oh, that's the, which, whoever's singing it is Billy Gibbons. That they just assumed. The beard guys. The guy with the beard. Yeah. So, by the way, remember how famous that famous story about Gillette offering them all a million dollars each to shave their beards? Yeah, which was not true, I don't think. No, I but, think that yeah. was a, sort of an old wives' tale. Um, but, yeah, I've got, I mean, I've got some, like, ZZ Top. They're the band I went to see in Rochester, New York. When I was in college in 1980, 38 Special was the opening act. Okay. Uh, fairly unknown at that point. And that was where our ride let us down. And we had to hitchhike 16 miles back to Brockport, New York. Got one ride from a guy who was so drunk that even as 19-year-olds, we knew this is a bad place to be. So we all bailed out of the car. Wow. And then wound up walking the entire way because it was late at night and nobody passed on that road. All right. ZZ Top for me, I remember the last time I saw them, I think it was like 2006, 2007. Uh, I haven't seen them in a long time, but I saw them in Kansas City. Loudest band I've ever seen. Super, like, like painfully loud. They were super, super loud. That's not an impression I had, but um, they did put on, t- I, I saw them three times, I think, and two of them were just fantastic shows. Two of my favorite concerts ever. Yeah, no, they were great live. Super loud. I just remember them. Yeah. And I'm wondering if they just turned up the volume because they weren't exactly, you know, the most mobile guys in the world. They just, when they did that that sort of knock-kneed chicken dance and yeah. stuff like that, that was it. That was kind of it for by the time Certainly I saw them. The, yeah. In the later years, yeah. yeah. Tomorrow at this time, for those of you who want to stay in, we will give you the Mark and Neanderthal weekend movie pick. But right now... For you people who want to go out and do something this weekend, it's the Mark and Neanderthal weekend preview with with jokes. jokes. All right, then. Tonight, or excuse me, tomorrow night at the Marquee Theater, it's Great White. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, not average white, not good white, not great. pretty good white. It's great white. Yeah, and unfortunately, they're not exemplary white. <laughs> they, but, but they're, they're working toward it, yes. Yeah, they have a goal. Sure. Marquee Theater, tomorrow night. Doors open at 6 o'clock. I believe the warm-up act is the traditional warm-up act, TBA. Yes. I love them. Yeah, TBA. They, they play everywhere at all the time. Hey, what's the difference between pizza and a musician? What is the difference between pizza and a musician? Uh, pizza can feed a family of four. Oh, boy. <laughs> Looking for something to do Saturday night, Mark? I know you are. You, sure. and the wife, you and the wife like to get out and do stuff. I know you've done uh, trivia nights and things like that in the past. Why not take part in Saturday Drag Queen Bingo? Holy mackerel. Yep, it's happening at Walk and Roll downtown Phoenix Saturday night. It's Saturday night bingo games hosted by local Arizona drag queens. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. Why import them when you have them locally? Yep. Shop local. Hey, Mark. Yes. I invented a new word. You did? Yes. Plagiarism. <laughs> oh man! Wow! <laughs> okay, I got something for you on Saturday night. Also, Saturday night MMA. Nice at the Celebrity Theater. It's RUF Forty Two, Mama, Arizona's number one MMA league. All right. The bouts start at 6 o'clock. Mama. Hey, what happened when the doctor recommended the woman get a brain transplant? What did happen when the doctor recommended the woman get a brain transplant? Well, she was against it at first, but he changed her mind. (laughs) Yet another Mark and Neanderthal weekend preview. With With jokes. Now we should probably make the world a little bit smaller place. Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. You may not meet them each day, but you certainly do see them. Like, for example, I realized that one of my neighbors is very busty. You know how I know this? I was walking my dog and saw her in her driveway wearing a, like a sports bra, spandex top thing going. Okay. That she was just packed into. So she's now spandex enormity. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually the name of an old an old band song, a band called Method of Destruction. They had right. a song called Spandex Enormity, which was about fat chicks in, in yoga pants. Okay, then. All right. I didn't write it. I know. So, uh, all right, let's see what else we get here. Neighborhood nicknames. You got one? Yeah, uh, neighborhood nicknames. Got one for you this morning. We call her Walking Cancer. Oh, oh boy. I live, I live in a community, <laughs> and there is a gal that walks. No matter what time of day I drive in and out of that place, we see her walking, and she is always smoking when she walks. She doesn't carry a water bottle. She carries a pack of cigarettes in her hand and is smoking a cigarette. And I see her at 6 in the morning. I see her at 2 in the afternoon. I see her at 9 in the morning. I see her at 8 o'clock at night. That gal must walk 40 miles a day around this neighborhood smoking the whole time. That's how she's so healthy. Why don't you walk with her one of these times? Yeah. I figure she's doing it just to, 
you know, try to stay away from cancer. She says, well, I can't quit smoking, so I'll just walk a whole bunch. She's trying to outwalk cancer. <laughs> That's it. And I wish her the best of luck in that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, would, I would refer to her as Black Long. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she, she ought to bring some water along with her. But I would think so, yeah. I guess if she's been doing it long enough, she knows what she's doing. Yeah, I guess so. So, neighborhood nicknames. We always take them. If you ever have anybody like that in your neighborhood, you know... You call them something just to amuse yourself. You can always give us a buzz at 480-470-KSLX. Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? Five o'clock tomorrow, Karen D'Alessandro kicks off the weekend. It's a vinyl winning weekend. We're giving away albums. Oh, Vinyl. All yeah. weekend long. Deep Purple, Eagles, Stevie Nicks. And- yeah, they're really expensive now. Vinyl albums are expensive now. It's like 40 bucks for a brand new like double album or something like that. Thirty nine ninety nine. I saw for Led Zeppelin 2. I thought it was crazy. So you listen to win on the radio. You can call in and win. Or you can listen on the app or online and build up streaming rewards and, and try and win some that way. So it's and all re- good. Reminder, if you do have the app, you might want to be listening tomorrow morning starting at 6 a.m. From 6 to 6, it'll be free gas. And uh, ironically... ZZ Top is your is your free gas artist of the week. That free was gas yeah. That's that that is weird because we you know Dusty Hill from ZZ Top. The news broke yesterday. It was probably the night before that he passed away. But that was ZZ Top as our free gas Friday artist was planned like a week and a half ago. So that is my kind guess of weird. is and there'll be extra free gas to give away because I'm guessing we're going to play some extra ZZ Top. Dusty Hill was still playing on stage with ZZ Top like a week and a half ago or something. I think he yeah. just started missing shows this week. This was very yeah. sudden. Yeah, he, he died at 72 in his sleep. Uh, I guess either yesterday or the day before we broke. They broke the news right around 11 o'clock yesterday morning after we got off the air. Yeah, the cause of death has not yet been determined. He or was 72. Or not public anyway. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, ZZ Top, God, you got to love them. You take them for granted, but they were always there since 1969. It was the same three guys, um, and they had a fantastic career. You know, I don't know how CelebrityNetWorth.com figures out what celebrities are worth, but they pegged his worth at about $60 million. Think about that for a second. ZZ Top in a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame band. But not, I, I wouldn't say they are the most successful band in the world. What I'm saying, like, no. like they're not Rolling Stones, U2, Metallica, Van Halen level band. Um, they're certainly right there in the middle with like the Journeys and some, maybe even not even as successful as Journey or Sticks or some of those bands. But to be, but to have a nice successful. career, yeah. yeah, to have a nice career and still, and, and to be worth $60 million at 72 years old, he wasn't, he wasn't hurting for rent money. Yeah, no, I mean, they were around. And they hadn't had a hit in a long time either. It, it's been a long time since ZZ Top was a, you know, a current arena top, band, top, an arena you band, know, a, 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 a hit maker. You know, it's been since the eighties, basically. Right. But they uh, never retired, man. They were, they were no. still playing again as, as recently as this week. In fact, when they, when they were doing their 50th anniversary in 2019, he was asked, you know, it, it's him and Billy Gibbons, but it's mostly Dusty Hill talking about how he's never going to retire. I've told people, I said, look, if I retired, yeah, I go, look, I, after a few months, I would be at your house singing you a song or something. We still enjoy this more than anything. That's what I'm saying. I have to perform somewhere. Got to perform somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. ZZ Top, man. Good band. Yeah. Fun band. And he never did retire. Here you go. Check this out. Tom Petty, now... 
there's an interesting thing right there. Tom Petty died a few years back, and that was very sudden. Nobody expected yeah, that. Yeah, nobody expected it. Again, in the Dusty Hill, the passing of Dusty Hill, I don't know that anybody expected it. I mean, we knew he was old, but nobody knew he was sick. Yeah, Dusty Hill from ZZ Top, the bass player, uh, passed away yesterday. Like, Tom Petty, when that happened, there was a little bit of battling back and forth between his current wife and his former wife and his biological daughters. Because when you get, you know, when you have that kind of a state, and they say Dusty Dusty Hill from ZZ Top was worth sixty million dollars. That's what's that's, if, you, that's, if you can trust celebrity net worth, even if you cut that in half, or if you divide it by four, it's still a ton of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. And if he didn't have his financial ducks in oh, a row, oh Jesus, to use an ancient phrase, I mean, picture. <laughs> you know what? You remember what happened with Aretha Franklin, right? Yeah, I mean, I, all I, that I, stuff. Casey Kasem, James Brown. Yeah, I just started yeah. laughing, and I apologize. That was that was completely out of line. You just reminded me. Um, I literally. What's today? Wednesday. Thursday. Uh, Thursday. I literally, I think it was Monday or Tuesday of this week, found out that I'm not as good a friend with a friend of mine. As I oh, thought it was, was. That was Monday you yeah, told me Yeah, because right. my, my friend is going, uh, uh, she's riding to Sturgis on her motorcycle. And she decided to get her last will and testament together. Before the trip? Before the trip. All right. So I get this text yeah. on Monday that I got, I can't believe I haven't told the story, Jesus. Um, and and it, it ties in with what we're doing. Um, so I get this text on Monday. He goes, hey, can you meet me at this place right here? I need a witness. I said, a witness for what? She goes, my will. I go, well, sure. I'm, I'm kind of flattered. She goes, don't be. You can't be too close a friend of mine to be a witness. I said, why? And I found out when I was talking to the notary, she says, uh, um, you know, anybody that, it, that stands to benefit from the will can't be a witness. Because you're too close okay. to it. Because so now uh, my friend Scott and I were oh, so witnesses. You, so now we have to kill her. Yeah, right. Well, that's the <laughs> that's the thing. I would think you potentially could be like forcing her into signing it. Yeah. If you're due to benefit from it. So yeah. So you that's have to be that's the weirdest thing. Oh, like uh, we're talking about, you know, estate planning stuff. You know like what, that. Hang, I've hang, I've never I've never had to deal with that. Hang, I don't have my will together because I have no family. What am I going to get? You know, my all my stuff. <laughs> what little of it there is will go to the dogs. Well, hang on a second, because we actually have uh, Dave Roberts. He's one of our clients. <laughs> he, see, he sees an opportunity. And he, he, he mentioned to Guido, our, our producer, that, that not a lot of people. Dave, what is the percentage like of, of like, no kidding. like Americans who have families, people to leave stuff to? Right. What is, what's the percentage of people like that who've actually had their, their stuff taken care of and a will done? Yeah, I'd say roughly about 40, 45 percent. <sighs> And how long would it take somebody to actually put together their will, last will and testament? Is that something that dependent upon your estate size or is it something that's pretty generic and easily just fill, you know, fill and forget? I'd say it's pretty much dependent on the estate size. The biggest part is going to be funding or uh, what they call funding or getting the assets into the, uh, the will and the trust. Hey, by the way, are you riding the Harley in today? Jesus. Yeah, it's the only way I feel warm and fuzzy. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> warm and fuzzy day. Smart guy to. Uh, yeah. He now, do it, do it now, though. And he's going in early enough, too, because it's not too hot. No, it's, you know what? I get it. And I was, I don't know if I should be offended or flattered because I guess when you're asked to witness something like that, you are a close friend and you have to I do guess, that. I guess, yeah. But I, on the other hand, but I just, that's so weird. I don't have a will. Um, I now have just witnessed my friend's will. I don't get anything in it, apparently. I'm not that close a friend. Um, but Dusty Hill, I bet he had his affairs. I bet, you know, those guys always have their affairs, usually have their affairs in order because they're worth $60 million. Yeah, I think they were pretty well managed for the most part. And I, and I think their their manager was a little controversial. He died about five or six years ago. Is that Sam something around uh, there? Bill Ham. Oh, Bill Ham, was, yeah. Was the guy's yeah. name. But he... I. Uh, listen, I, I saw the documentary. I saw where Frank Beard lives. 
and he had all kinds of massive substance problems. If he can still live in a place like that, I think they had their money pretty well taken care of. Yeah, I would say so. Let's try to give you some uplifting news about somebody who acted the fool and makes you feel better about your day. It's the Mark and the Interpol dumbass of the day. All right, then. 35-year-old Robert Stumpo. Stumpo! Stumpo. Stumpo. What's up? He was my favorite Mark's brother, Stumpo. Listen here, Stumpo. All right? <laughs> You're not going to do anything foolish, see? All right, Stumpo. He's from Toronto, Canada. Of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, I should say. So that would be Stumpo, eh? That's right. He came in around 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday last week, and Robert went inside, got out of the clothes that he was wearing, thumbed through the closet. He changed into something more suitable for hanging around the apartment. Sure. The next stop for Robert was the kitchen, where he started cooking himself a very, very delicious meal. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Canadian bacon, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, Tuborg. While he was doing that, Robert turned to notice the resident of this apartment entered the apartment. He wasn't Robert's apartment. No, that's bad for Robert. You left that out. This was not his place. No, this is not my office. Nor did he know the woman who lived there, the woman who had just come in. Did he make her breakfast? No, he didn't. Oh, boy, that's rude. No, this was like three in the afternoon. Afternoon and so you know, it's not time for breakfast. But any time is a good time for breakfast, Mark. You know that. But trust me, the woman was not happy at all. No, about Robert being there. Nor was she happy about him wearing her clothing. Wait, what? Yeah, hey, I said he thumbed through the closet, picked mm. out something to wear. Wow, all right. Yep. Did, was he able to pull off like an, uh, a you know strapless gown or something? I like don't that? know. I, it's just very rude. He probably stretched it out a little bit. I would think so. Unless Robert is a slight fellow, yep. or she is a portly woman. Yep. Things could obviously have been worse. Thank goodness Robert just ran out when the resident came home. But he was rounded up by police a little while later because, well, how how is he going to run in heels? Exactly. That's a good point, yeah. Only Charlie's Angels were able to do that. Yeah, my guess is Robert is incredibly sorry. Uh, Yes. I don't know if he was still wearing her clothing when he was found, but he was found. And there's a good chance he did have her clothing on still. And the name... Suitable for Dumbass of the Day. Robert Stumpo is your Mark and Neanderthal <laughs> Dumbass of the Day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. And it was sponsored by Roadrunner Harley Davidson at 159th Avenue in McDowell in Goodyear. What a what an odd thing. Two, two major deaths. As Ron Popeil would have said... We've got two celebrity deaths for the price of one. But wait, there's, there's more. more. Um, yeah. Now, that seems a little too soon. I know. But <laughs> I think somehow I think Ron Popeil would appreciate it. In yes, fact, absolutely. We may talk more. We might just talk more about the death of Ron Popeil in a little bit. But for now, we're just going to... Just set it and forget it. That's set exactly what we're going to do. And set forget, it and forget it. Hey, good looking. We'll be back to pick you up later. And talk more about uh, Dusty Hill from ZZ Top passed away. Weirdly... Dusty or ZZ Top has been – it's been planned for about a week and a half for them to be our free gas Friday artist. Yeah, we're not we're not being ghoulish here or, or capitalizing on the passing. It was unintentional serendipity that, does, that Dusty Hill would pass and we would be doing these promotional things at the same time. We don't take any pleasure – in sort of over-mentioning ZZ Top this week. We wish we weren't talking about the death of Dusty Hill. 
But we are. Yeah. And by the way, Free Gas Friday, just in, in yeah. case you don't know, anytime between 6 and 6 tomorrow. When you hear when, a ZZ Top song. Yep. Just tap the track on your phone if you're listening on the KSLX app. If it doesn't work, just update your app. All right. I'm going to give you some ZZ and Top facts. That makes you eligible for a $100 gas card. All right. So 15 albums, right? Mm-hmm. Of those 15 albums, like 11 of them were top 30. Top 30 records. Uh, starting with, starting yeah. with Trace Hombres, yep. they, they didn't have a stiff record for a, the better part of almost 30 years. They were a band that sneaky have sold 50 million copies of, of their albums yeah. and, and have always been a top 30 sort of a, a, a stalwart band. And you go look at, I mean, you, you start with, I guess, Trace Hombres. I mean, that's got Waiting for the Bus and Jesus Just Left Chicago, Beer Drinkers and Hellraisers. I mean, we play uh, LaGrange. Yeah, we play a good chunk of their songs, and yet there are a bunch of them that were big radio songs that have sort of faded away over the years a little bit, like Stages and stuff like that. Yeah, and Sleeping Bag, song. And Rough Boy. I yeah. mean, you know, those, that was that period. Again, for a lot of people, I think Eliminator was their introduction to ZZ Top. Mine was Fandango. My mom had it on 8-track. So I would listen to it as, as an 8-track. That was when I first heard Tush. Yeah, I, I remember going over to a friend's house and seeing this album by ZZ Top, Fandango. It was his older brother's album. I was probably 13 or 14. I didn't know anything about it, and that was my introduction there. I started getting into him from there. What's that, 1975? The album came out in 75. Yeah. So I'm 7 years old. I'm oh. 7, 8 years old. My mom was 20 when I was born, so she had a pretty kick-ass album collection. I was going through it, and then I, I didn't realize a few years later... Uh, I, I didn't know what a pearl necklace was. I had no idea that I thought that was a very extravagant gift and that when you got a girlfriend, you had to give her a pearl necklace. Like that was like a like a promise ring. That's a ZZ I had no Top. idea. Yeah. ZZ, I mean, ZZ Top had a ton of songs where they were sneaking little innuendo in and sometimes it wasn't innuendo. It was it was just blatant like that one or Tube Snake Boogie. Uh-huh. Um, you know, they also had the <laughs> they also had the very, very obviously titled I got the six. Give me your nine, which had one of the greatest lines I think I've ever heard in a song. I guess I'll have to spank my yes. monkey. And that's I, uh, I was like, I, I don't even know you could keep a monkey in Boston. I had no idea that, that it's a domesticated pet. Is what that is. And that's Dusty Hill singing right there. Yeah, you know, he didn't sing a lot of the songs. He sang what I call the screamers. Yep. This is the song. I got the six. Give me your That's one of those songs that didn't really get played that much off of Eliminator, but it's a great album. Eliminator changed the game for it. It was for ZZ Top what uh, Pyromania was for Def Leppard, what Born in the USA was for Bruce Springsteen. Took and, him to another level. Yeah, it took him to it, and, and they became huge stars on MTV. Meanwhile, they didn't have a whole lot of personality. Like, they just stood there with their beards and their, and their spinning guitars and did their thing. One of the things I once heard them say was they realized they are not the guys who should be the stars of the video. They should be the guys who are watching the stars of the video. Yeah. And if you look at the videos, they're always just kind of showing up in the background on the side and, and sort of nodding approval or shaking their head in, in disappointment. Yeah. They're, not, they're not the focus of the video. They're sort of random observers of the videos. Like this one. This was a great video of oh, a, guy, a guy just sitting in front of his television watching ZZ Top on his television while eating a TV dinner. Let's enjoy a TV yeah. dinner. Dusty Hill, the bass player, passed away. 
I guess that would have been Tuesday night, more than likely. The news broke. Yeah, he yesterday. died in his sleep Tuesday yeah. night. So we, we found out yesterday, right around eleven o'clock or so. Um, and it, it's it's weird because as we had been talking about this morning, a band that you just sort of always counted on. You know, you know, yeah. like you you, you you figured at some point, um, either late summer or early fall, right before the holidays, before all the bands take their time out for the holidays, they were going to show up at one of the casinos. Yeah, and I, I saw them. I don't know, probably twenty years ago. At Mesa Amphitheater, I think it was. But nice. be- when I was really into ZZ Top, I saw them April 2nd, 1980 in Rochester. That's where I got stranded. Had to walk 16 miles home. You walked 16 miles. Yep. Thank, God it was, show. thank God it was April in Rochester, New York, yeah. and not January. Yeah. Um, and the other time, my wife and I went April 25th, 1985. So that would be the Eliminator Tour? Uh, that would be the Afterburner Tour. Afterburner Tour, tour. okay. Yeah. Yeah. It may have been 86. Uh, in the Hartford Civic Center, and the stage setup, I mean, it was phenomenal. They, they were, this was their, them at their most high-tech. They sure. had a giant sphinx head, a metallic sphinx head in the background because they had the song Sleeping Bag, which references sleeping in the desert sands and things like that. Okay, yeah, I thought that was the one that had the, uh, the, the space shuttle that looked like the deuce coupe. Yeah. Yep, it was all those things. Everything was covered. Everything was covered. Okay. Out of the Sphinx's nose was a giant sheet that covered the entire stage. Okay. So that's just sitting there. The lights are on. And everybody's like, Dad, this looks really cool. Um, we're in the lower concourse, not on the floor, but had some pretty good seats. At a certain point, you know when you walk into a – when you're in an arena and you're on the concourse getting a hot dog or something. Right. And then you go in through one of the one of the doorways and either to your left or right will be a staircase. You go up a yeah. little bit. Yeah. You, you wind up on a landing and then you turn – the other way and you go up to your seat on that landing there's two metallic bars you know that are railings at a certain point right before the show right behind us a little ways up this woman comes out onto one of these landings she just happens to stand there and everybody just starts buzzing and noticing her she is dressed very provocatively you know low tank top she looks like one of the girls who could be in a zz top video Sure. And that's why. And I that su- was common at shows, I at, at ZZ Top shows. There were a lot of girls in hot pants and, and halter tops. And I suspect it might have been a plant because she just stands there wanting to get attention. Stands there for a while. People start turning. They start clapping. They start chanting certain things. Oh, boy. And she obliges and she pulls her top down, exposes herself. Nice. And then, boom, lights go out. The Sphinx sniffs up the entire oh, that's sheet. That's absolutely a plan. The lights blast onto the stage. They come out and go into Got Me Under Pressure. It was one of the most exciting sure. intros to a show I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, no, that's absolutely, that was absolutely some showmanship right there. Good for yeah. them. It was, yeah. it was so well orchestrated. And they, right. they had the lasers and everything. And that was when they came out, the stage was a giant dashboard. During the intermission, they came back and the stage was a giant spaceship, you know. Yeah, from the, like, yeah. The cockpit of a spaceship. Yeah. No, that's that's pretty insane. That's yeah. an insane. That's an insane show. I mean, that would have been a, a seriously costly tour right there. So. Yeah. No, I, you know, always great live, always loud live, um, and, you know, a band that always delivered. Yeah. And, yeah, unfortunately, it, it turns out, at least what we're hearing is that they're going to continue. Billy Gibbons and Frank Beard are going to continue with, I guess they have a, a guitar tech who filled in for Dusty Hill just the other night for a show that Dusty couldn't play, and he's apparently going to be drafted into at least finishing the tour, yep. and then we'll see if, if ZZ Top continues with him on bass. Uh, Billy Gibbons says one of uh, Dusty Hill's last wishes was that they, they continue on. Um, very poetically, this new bass player, his first name is Elwood. That fits Perfect. right in. Yeah. 
perfect. Well, that's, a, that's the most Texas thing it could possibly be. Uh, we've been talking about Dusty Hill from ZZ Top passing away. Another big death, a guy who is definitely part of American pop culture. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to show you the greatest kitchen appliance ever made. It's called Chopomatic. Yeah, Chopomatic. You know where that came from? Ronco. Ron Popeil. You know who Ron Popeil is? He's the guy that invented pretty much everything and actually added catchphrases to the American lexicon. Set it and for just four easy payments and it makes a great gift but wait there's more <laughs> yes but wait there's more he was the guy ronco uh which by the way i didn't know was named after ron popeil as yeah. a kid i just know that every commercial on television was a ronco thing uh like the smokeless ashtray which yeah. was an ashtray that had a vacuum in it basically so if you had a, a lit cigarette or cigar or whatever it would suck the smoke back into the ashtray that was 1995 by the way he sold over a million of those yeah uh and then there was of course the you know everybody knows the prime way to pick up women is to yell through a microphone in your car stereo hey good looking i'll be back to pick you up later talking about mr microphone that sold over a million at 1995 a pop yeah 1995 by the way nothing was more than 20 bucks from ronco it I, was always nine ninety five, twelve ninety five, nineteen ninety five. Okay. I don't think anything was more than than twenty bucks. There's got to be something more because would you just play that clip where he said four easy payments? Would would they really offer that on a twenty dollar purchase? Yeah, it was like four easy payments of like three ninety five or something like that. You think was, I, I think so. Yeah, it, it's possible. Yeah, I no, mean, I, I think it was like that to try and get you to, or maybe it was twenty four ninety five. Maybe it was over twenty bucks. Yeah, it's possible because if you could have an inside the shell egg scrambler, anything is possible. Yes. By the way, that only sold one hundred and fifty thousand units. It was one of his poorest sellers at nineteen ninety five a pop. So I don't think it was one of his big money makers. Yeah, well, I mean the idea. Yeah, that you would just basically take a pin-sized drill bit, put it into the shell of an egg, spin it up so that you could mix the egg before cracking the shell, and then crack the shell. That that was a that might have been a useless item. I mean, I'm not judging, right? Because he did still because 150,000 people still bought it at 1995. One of the benefits of that was you could have a yolkless hard-boiled egg. Great. Because the yolk would be all scrambled into the white stuff. Too. Great. How about uh, <laughs> how about GLH? Great-looking hair. Great-looking hair. Yep. Um, the electric food dehydrator? Yeah. As opposed to the as opposed to the solar food dehydrator, which is when you just take the fish and put it on the back porch. See, I'm thinking the electric <laughs> food dehydrator. I think it was more than that. I'll bet that was like one of the more expensive items. Uh, I think it was a bigger thing, right? What, it, did you, what did you set and forget? What was that item? The rotisserie. The Showtime rotisserie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, great basi- item. Basically, that's what you would use to make your, uh, your gyro. On yeah. It. If you wanted, if you had a euro loaf, and you just you put the Showtime rotisserie. In fact, I bet a lot of Greek pizza places still use that. Can we play the commercial for one of the greatest items he ever made? There's boiled fish, broiled fish, dried fish, poached fish, fried fish, small fish, large fish. You'll love them all, especially when you have the fun of catching them yourself. <laughs> Introducing the Pocket Fisherman. Anyone who ever had the urge to go fishing should own a Pocket Fisherman. Yeah, but you know, I mean, just, you know how many times have you just been driving around? You're like, hey, you, hey, hey, Mark, you want to go grab some, uh, you guys want to stop by, you know, uh, Long John Silver's? No, let's catch a fresh fish. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Let's just head on out to Canyon Lake. Because it's fun. <laughs> and for those yeah. of you that don't know, the pocket fisherman was like this little plastic thing. It was it was it was tan, a plastic thing, and the rod flipped out like a jackknife. Yeah. And you had this tiny little reel on. I think my grandfather had one in the, the glove box of his 1971 Ford Bronco, just in case the urge to fish. 
caught yes, him. Yeah. Of course, you know, and the, the, he also tried the pocket tackle box, but uh, <laughs> many testicles were pierced by fish hooks, and so they halted production. Yeah. Yes, the Department of Public Safety were like, no, <laughs> let's not do that. By, by the way, do you know how many pocket fishermen they sold? I Take a guess. I don't know. Twelve million. No, two million. Two, two million, million at, at, at nineteen ninety five. Again, nineteen ninety five. There's the straight. And yeah. it, by the way, today that's still a thing. Anything less than twenty bucks. By the way, I also want to point this out. If it yeah. weren't for Ron Papil, this voice. There's boiled fish, broiled fish, dried fish, poached fish, fried fish. Small- that guy still does stuff. He does, does like he? the Teflon, you know, the nonstick pans and all that stuff. Oh no, you don't have any light in your room. It's this guy's voice. Ooh. There's boiled fish, broiled fish. I don't know how old that guy is, you know but he's he, still making money. He stayed healthy because uh, there's a smoker in his house, but she uses <laughs> the smokeless ashtray. Yeah, so do you know how much secondhand uh, smoke? You know how much that guy's making? Nineteen ninety five. Exactly. He doesn't get paid weekly. He gets paid in four installments. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for all the emails and everything. It's been busy in here this morning, but everybody not enjoying, that's the wrong word, but appreciating the uh, talk about Dusty Hill from ZZ Top passing away. Yeah, so, at the age of 72, that's that kind of sucks. But You know, a gentleman named Mark emailed in and said the most, they, they relied on coolness and comedy a lot of times, yeah. and they did, that they were sort of the antithesis of David Lee Roth. They didn't move around a lot on stage. They said the most action was when they would each step on their own treadmill, and I forgot about that. They each had mm-hmm. a treadmill on their side of the stage, so they would move around that way. Yeah, that's they'd how they'd step get their on steps it. And, and they'd, they'd move about eight feet and get off of it. Yep, that's so, pretty much how that would work out. So. Funny stuff. And uh, remember, tomorrow is Free Gas Friday. ZZ Top, coincidentally, will be our Free Gas Friday artist. So be listening for them tomorrow. All right, let's get somebody set up for Mark's College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Good morning. It's Mark and Neanderthal. Who is this? This is Jess. Jess? Yes, sir. Okay, Jess, you're going to take on Mark in the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. I'm going to ask you the same five questions I ask Mark. Whoever gets more right graduates. Sound good? All right, sounds good. Jess, kick Mark out of the studio so I can ask you your questions. Get out of here. I am out of here. All right, so we'll give him a little time to go and do his thing. All right. All right, Jess. Question number one, who sings Taking Care of Business? BTO, Bachman Turner Overdrive. Question number two, who is the lead singer of Motley Crue? Vince Neil. Question number three, what kind of car was being driven in American Pie? A Chevy. Question number four, who was the Lizard King? The Lizard King. Uh, This is a total guess. Uh, Alice Cooper. Question number five. Where were Jack and Diane sucking on a chili dog? Behind the Tasty Freeze. All right. We'll see how you did. Mark's coming back in. All right. Mark, technically, he got three out of five correct. Okay. This All right. Is Jess again. Right? Yeah, but I, I, I may have to award him on a technicality a fourth one. I'm not sure. Either way, if you get more than two wrong, you lose. The answer to all the questions is ZZ Top. Yeah. Unfortunately, no. Okay. What do you got? Question number one Who sings Taking Care of Business? 
Bachman-Turner Overdrive. It's one-to-one. Question number two. Who is the lead singer of Motley Crue? Vince Neil. It's two-to-two. Question number three. What kind of car is being driven in American Pie? Chevy. It's three-to-three. Woo! That one didn't come too quickly. Question number four. Who was the Lizard King? Jim Morrison. It's four to three. Now, this is the one that I have to think about for a technicality. Okay, so if I get it right, you don't have to worry about it. If you get it right, you don't have to worry about it. If you get it wrong, I I might have to award a tie. It would still be a tie, and tie goes to the house. Yeah, so Mark would still be undefeated technically. Question number five. Where were Jack and Diane sucking on a chili dog? Outside the Tasty Freeze. Yes, outside the Tasty Freeze. Jess said behind the Tasty Freeze. Uh, and technically, I see guess what it, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you it know could, what? I could, want to award it to him, but either way, yeah. you swept it and he got four. Either way, Mark swept this thing. You would have got three or four. And that means you know what you have to say, Jess, and that is... My name is Jess, and I flunked out of the, the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. He did pretty well, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, outside, outside, behind. I mean, you know, again, semantics, and yet... It is outside. It is outside. We, uh, Yeah, and, and after that, I think there's a reference to going behind the trees yeah. to, to dribble off the Bobby Brooks. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, which is basically an enticement to... Do the nasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Mark remains undefeated, and we'll try again tomorrow at 9 o'clock. For the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge, it is 9.04, and you are late for work. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Is there anything better than going home for the holidays? Of course not. Well, that's exactly how your toes feel after slipping on a pair of Hey Dude shoes. Hey Dude makes the lightest, comfiest, and coziest shoes out there. They make each step as holly and jolly as can be. So, give the gift of comfy this holiday season. Welcome home for the holidays, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better... You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.